0: Y'all ready? There we go. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. God, we just pray, Father, as we exalt you this Christmas season, God. Lord, we just pray, Father, that you have your way through this service. God, I pray as we're speaking right now, lives are being changed. Hearts are being healed. Families are being restored. Marriages are being saved right now in Jesus' name, God. We love you and we thank you. Amen. Matthew chapter 1, amen, I heard you up there. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. Listen to this. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then her husband Joseph, being a just man, everybody say just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, what? That wasn't good enough. Saying What? There we go. Said, Joseph, don't be afraid to take to you, marry your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated... God with us. God with us. Now the true message of Christmas, I want to tell you, because it can be summed up. It's found the same thing in every version that you read of the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. Amen. Read it. Matthew and Luke. Read it. It is found and summed up The same thing in every version of the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. For example, the message of Christmas is found in Luke 1.13. When the angel said to Zacharias, Do not be afraid. I'm going to try that again. I don't know if it came up quick enough. The true message of Christmas is found in Luke 1.13. When the angel said to Zacharias, There we go. There we go. Amen. In Luke 1.30. In Luke 1.30, the angel said to Mary. Do not be there we go, y'all are getting it. In Luke two ten, the angel showed up to the shepherds. Do not, do not be Come on, y'all. In Matthew 1.20, what happened? The angel said to Joseph. Do not be Say it one more time. Do not be afraid. In a messy age, we have a message for this messy age, and it is the message of Christmas, which is saying. Saying what? Do not be the true message of Christmas: Do not be afraid. Everybody say, fear not. "Fear not." Fear not. The real message of Christmas is: is because Jesus is here, we do not have to fear. Amen. Because Jesus came, because Jesus came, we do not have to be tormented with the, with the fear. Amen. Because Jesus is here, we do not have to fear. When God is near. We do not have to live a life tormented of fear. That is the message of Christmas. Amen, Amen, one of you. That is the message of Christmas because, listen, to Zacharias, I want you to see this. To Zacharias, the message was fear not. Your prayers have been heard. He said, fear not, Zacharias. We know you've been praying and praying and praying, but fear not. Your prayers have been heard. He said he said to Mary. The message was fear not, Mary. You have found divine favor with God. Amen. Amen. To the shepherds, the message was fear not. Exceeding joy is coming. And the message to Joseph was fear not. The supernatural power of God is at work he says what's happening in your life joseph is being birthed by the holy spirit and so i'm just here to tell you on this christmas eve morning i want to speak into every person every life under the sound of my voice fear not fear not amen i want to tell you fear not and i don't know what you've come in here with this morning I don't know what you have walked in those doors with this morning, but I am here to tell you, fear not. And I'm going to tell you why. Fear not because your prayers have been heard. Hallelujah. Fear not because you have obtained the divine favor of God. Amen. Fear not because exceeding joy is coming in your future. And fear not because what God is doing is birthing something supernaturally through you, in you, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fear not. Because Jesus is here, we do not have to fear death. We do not have to fear eternity. Amen. The message of Christmas is fear not. Fear not. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Fear not, no matter what you're facing. Don't be afraid. And I want you to look at somebody beside you right now and I want you to say, don't you know that God's greater than that? Now, now I mean really do it. I mean really do it. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, don't you know that God's greater than that? Come on, just do it. Look at them and say, don't you know God's greater than that? God's greater than the disease. God's greater than the financial problems. God's greater than the worry and the stress that you're all excited about. God's greater than the cancer. God's greater than your problems. Look at your neighbor and say, don't you know God's greater than that? Just say that to them. Don't you know God's greater than that? And I want to give you three reasons. I want to give you three reasons why you don't need to fear this Christmas. Reason number one. Fear not, because your past is pardoned. All right. I'm going to try that again. All right, I'm going to try that again. Number one, fear not, because your past is pardoned. Woo! Boy, if I don't make you shout right there, I don't know what will. Don't rejoice about just what you've got. Rejoice about what you've got rid of. Amen. Rejoice about your past being pardoned. Don't just rejoice about what you got. Rejoice about what you got rid of. Amen. And I'm here to tell you today, you don't have to be afraid because your past is pardoned. If you believe that, thank God for it right now. Thank God for it right now. Your past is pardoned. Secondly, don't just fear not because your past is pardoned. But secondly, listen, fear not because your present is powerful. but don't just stop there because your future is promised. Your future is promised. Amen. Fear not because your future is promised. See, when you were young, he was the God of your youth. But as you begin to grow, and as He began to mature you, and as you begin to grow, He became the God of your, of your, your, your middle age years. And then if you're moved into seniority now, maybe you're into your senior years, He is the God of your senior years right now. Amen? Amen? And He is still the same God, and His message is the same. Jesus Christ the same. Hebrews thirteen eight says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I don't care if He is the God you serve when you are a kid. He is the same God that you are going to serve in your senior years. He does not change. Amen. He is the same today, and what He's saying to you who are worried about this, and you're worried about that, and whatever season you're in in life, Middle-aged, your youth, your senior years, the message of Christ is the same to you today, tomorrow, and forever, and it is fear not. Amen. It is the message of fear not. He says, I got you. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus, I got you. Don't be afraid. It's a merry Christmas, not a scary Christmas. Hey. Hey amen. He says, don't be afraid. I got you. I'm the same. I'm preaching to you that your future is promised. Amen. Your future is promised. Have you forgotten that we're headed to a city where there will be no more pain, no more tears, no sorrow? No. Your future is promised. Your future is promised. The lamb is the light. There's no sickness, no death, no dying. Fear not death, fear not devils, fear not disease, fear not calamity, fear not demons. Come on, somebody. Why? Why fear not? Because he is Emmanuel. Because he is Emmanuel. You know what Emmanuel means? Means three things, I'm going to tell you. Means God is with you. God is in you, number one. God is with you, but I think a lot of y'all have forgotten the third one, that God is for you. Amen? That God is for you. God is not just with you. He's not just in you, but somebody needs to hear today that God is for you. He knows what you've done. He knows who you are. He knows your past. It has been pardoned, and he's not looking at you thinking, I'm going to get you back for what you've done. No. He is for you. He's not against you. I'm in you. I'm for you. I'm with you. Stop thinking that he's trying to get you back. I am for you. The message of Christmas is fear not. God is with you and God is for you. Amen. That is the message of Christmas. That God is with you and God is for you. The message of Christmas. Fear not. If you're under the divine favor of God... Who cares who's against you? I'm going to say that again. If you are under the divine favor of God, who cares who's against you? If you're under the divine favor of God, how can man stop you? God can do more than I can say. God can do more than I believe. God can do more than I can imagine. But it has to come, something has to come in my life. I have to get to a point in my life where the spirit of fear gets broken off. Amen. you got to get that spirit of fear broken off. And I'm here with this simple message on Christmas Eve. And I am here to rebuke fear off of your life today. Amen. Live without fear is the message of Christmas. 365 times in this Bible. Do not be afraid. Fear not. That's a fear not for every day of the year. Fear paralyzes. Fear paralyzes. It makes you spiritually immobile. Fear produces pain where there is no hurt. Fear binds you where there are no chains. Fear hinders what hell can't halt. Fear binds your friend and looses your enemy. What faith does to God, I want you to hear me. What faith does to God... Fear does to the devil. I'm here to tell you. What faith does to God, fear does to the devil. Fear sees obstacles and not opportunities, amen? Fear is a magnet that calls in everything into your life that is the complete opposite of God. Amen? Fear is a magnet that draws in everything to you that is completely opposite to God. That's why Job said in chapter 3, look at this. He said, the thing that I have feared the most has happened to me. Do you understand that? The thing that I have greatly feared the most. What are you afraid of today? What are you afraid of on this Christmas? He says, the thing that I have feared the most has happened to me. When you enter into a life of fear, you attract the thing that you hate. Amen. When you enter into a life of fear, you attract the thing that you hate. And the Christmas message is one that says it over and over and over. Fear not, fear not, fear not that you're going to go back. Fear not that you're going to go back to what God brought you out of. Fear not that your children are going to be hurt in a, a horrible car accident. Fear not that you're going to get the disease. Fear not that bad things are going to happen to you. That is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That is not the voice of the Holy Spirit this Christmas. Fear not. Here's what I feel like saying this Christmas Eve to you. You will have that baby. Amen. You will live and not die. Amen. You are going to get married if you'll wait on the Lord in His timing. Don't let fear dominate your life. I rebuke fear. Fear not in the name of Jesus. It's going to be all right. Everybody say it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Say it. it's gonna be all right fear not what are you afraid of because the message of Christmas is he has not given us the spirit of fear amen he has not given us the spirit of fear that attacks our minds that attacks our body and you just live wondering what's gonna happen today who am I talking to this morning you just live in fear Wondering what's going to happen. Look at 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I guess what I'm trying to say to y'all this morning is don't go to the funeral until something's dead. Amen. Don't go to the funeral. Until something's dead. Some of y'all have buried your visions. Some of y'all have buried your dreams. Some of y'all have buried your calling that God has on your life. Some of y'all have buried your opportunities. Come on, somebody. Don't bury it unless it's dead yet. Amen. Amen. And I don't know who needs to hear that. But I'm here to tell you, some of you are burying things that ain't dead yet. Amen. Fear not. Some of y'all are burying things. Don't bury something if it ain't in the box yet. Fear not. Enjoy your life while you're here you are always worrying. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. I'm going to do this. I, don't I might not even be here next year. None of us might not be here next year. Why don't you just enjoy it now? Amen. Amen. Why don't we enjoy Christmas right now? I don't know if I'll be here next year or not. Can we just enjoy it right now? Yes. Right here, right now? Not live in fear? Amen. Amen. I heard the story of family and they had a sick relative in the hospital and the hospital had been in, he had been in ICU for, for quite some time, it was in a coma. And, and the doctors just assumed he wasn't going to pull out. True story. And they brought their family to say their goodbyes. And one by one, the family members are coming up and telling them, hey, we love you. We're going to miss you. We, you know, you meant so much to us and, and all that. And they hadn't responded. The man hadn't responded in days and days. And, and finally, when they about got through, they said, all of a sudden, he popped up, opened his eyes, opened his mouth, and he said, I ain't going to die tonight, so y'all might as well just go on home. I love that. I love that. Stop trying to bury things that ain't dead yet. Amen. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but if you don't watch it, fear will get a hold of you and cripple you and defeat you. Amen. When Haman... Listen, when when Haman wanted to destroy all the Jews, he wanted to kill all the Jews and he didn't succeed at it. They decided that they were going to have a party and a festival. They called it the Feast of Purim. Read it. It's in Esther chapter 9. They called it the Feast of Purim. And the Feast of Purim is not about what God did, but it's about what God didn't let happen. Amen. It's called the Feast of Purim. It's not about what God did, but it's a festival that celebrates what didn't happen. And can I tell you that, that, that the festival of Purim is the most like Christmas than any Jewish holiday. Amen? Esther 9, look at this, verse 22. says that they should make them days of feasting and joy, of sending presents to one another. Hello, Merry Christmas. Feasting and joy, Merry Christmas. Gifts to the poor, Merry Christmas. So they called these days Purim. After the name Purim. When the Jews, to this day, they celebrate the Feast of Purim. They bring gifts to each other. They eat a lot of food. And they sing joyful songs. And it's all about celebrating what almost didn't, did happen but didn't. Amen? Come on. They're celebrating what didn't happen. And I tell you. I think this Christmas, it is time for us to also celebrate what didn't happen. Come on, y'all. I think it is time for us. A lot of things should have happened to you. A lot of things could have happened to you. But for some reason, God didn't let them happen. Amen. 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 But here you sat this morning by the goodness of God. And I know you're thankful and I know you're grateful for all that God has done. But I think when we get to heaven, we're going to shout over more what didn't happen than what did happen. Amen, come on. I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, you're going to shout more over what didn't happen than what did because when you get to see the full picture of God, how he withheld the enemy from you, oh, even while you were still sinning, he loved you and died for you. Come on, somebody. When you wasn't serving him, he's going to show you where he withheld the enemy and protected you and didn't let you get things that you thought you had to have. Come on. But God says, I'm not going to let it happen because it's not your best it's not the best for you amen can I tell you we ought to have a feast of Purim right around here sometimes huh I think we ought to have a feast of Purim on this Christmas Eve morning and look back over 2023 and say God thank you thank you for what didn't happen come on thank him for what didn't happen say we thank you God for what didn't happen Lift your voice, give him a mighty praise this morning for me, and I'll keep moving. Thank him for what didn't happen. Thank you, Jesus, for what didn't happen. You should have had the disease, but you don't. You should have made it through, shouldn't have never made it through the car wreck, but God didn't let that happen. And you say thank you, God, for what didn't happen. You almost married that girl, but God didn't let that happen. You almost married that nut. And now you know they're not, but you was blinded by love. And God didn't let that happen. We need to thank God for what didn't happen. Come on, somebody needs to shout that today. Amen. Somebody needs to shout that today. Thank God for what didn't happen. You know, the the mayor of New York City LaGuardia, he, is a, he was the mayor of New York, big shot mayor of New York. Through the, the airport, LaGuardia is named after in, in New York. <clears throat> and he was in his car back in the days when they had people, you didn't have to pump your own gas. Y'all remember that? Now listen, they had gas attendants, and I know this is strange to some of you younger folks, but they actually had somebody, you would pull up to the gas pump, and they had somebody that would come out there and they would actually put gas in your car. They would wash your windshield. And then they would go around the front of your car and pop the hood and check your oil for you. I know this seems a little off, for but can you imagine? Who, who, okay, how many of y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember that? <laughs> All right, so then let me ask this then. How many of y'all have no idea what I'm describing? It's because y'all are young and y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Merry Christmas, youngins. <laughs> listen, true story. I, I'm kidding True story. But, but listen, mayor of New York City pulls up to a gas station. His wife is in the car with him. The gas attendant comes up, starts pumping gas in his car. They're very famous. She gets out of the car, a meat coat, very powerful, wealthy people. He gets out to go get a drink in the store. And the attendant comes up, puts gas in the car. And as the mayor is walking outside... He sees his wife standing there talking, chatting it up with the gas attendant, frolicking with him, and and they're just hanging out and having a good time. And when he gets near the car, she grabs him and puts her arms around him and gives him a big old hug and a kiss on the cheek, and and she gets in the car with a smile on her face. And he turns to her and he says, Man, you was sure friendly with that guy. You, You seem like you know him. And she said, I do know him. And she said, as a matter of fact, we used to date. (laughs) And she said, as a matter of fact, I was going to marry him. And to that, the mayor got all puffed up. He stuck his chest out. He says, well, really? Well, how would that have worked out? If you would have married him, you would have been known as the wife of the gas attendant, not the wife of the mayor. She said, no, not really. If I would have married him, he would have been the mayor of New York City. <laughs> and I think right about then, that mayor was pretty happy about what didn't happen, y'all. Amen? I think he was pretty happy about what didn't happen. Or he wouldn't be where he is, right? And I guess what I'm trying to say to you this week is that God wants to shatter fear off of your lives. Amen? Amen. Celebrate what didn't happen to That's what I'm telling you. He wants to shatter fear off of your life. He wants you to become so grateful for what he's done and what he hasn't done. He wants you to be grateful for what he's done and what he didn't let happen. Come on, y'all. It's a great place because the real antidote this Christmas season, listen, the antidote to panic is praise. Amen. The antidote to worry is worship. And that's why every one of those people that had a fear that we, they had a fear. Every one of them, Zacharias, Mary, Joseph, all of them, the shepherds. They all had a fear and the angel came and said, fear not because your prayers have been answered. Fear not because there's great joy coming in your life. Fear not because you're under the divine, natural superpower of God. Fear not because the Holy Spirit is moving in your life to birth things that you have no idea. Fear not. Fear not. Because Emmanuel is in you, and with you, and for you. And the reason that you read in the Bible, listen, that they all started singing. They all started singing. Read it. It's really caught my attention that every time somebody had fear, Mary had fear, that angel said, fear not, and she broke out into a song. And started singing. Read it. Read Luke chapter 1. You get down to verse 46. It's called the Song of Mary. And it says that Mary magnified the Lord. Oh, cry, be magnified. Listen. They all broke out in song and exaltation. Listen, is it any wonder? As they begin to sing, is it any wonder that Christmas is a season and a holiday full of songs? Come on, y'all that Christmas is a season and a holiday full of songs. Could it be that God is saying to us this Christmas that the message of Christmas is fear not? And I want you to fill your lives with songs of praise and exaltation because I don't want you to be afraid of death. I don't want you to be afraid of judgment. I don't want you to be afraid of eternity. I don't want you to be afraid of tomorrow. I don't want you to be afraid of 2024. Come on, somebody. He says, I don't want you to be afraid. He said, I want you this Christmas season to lift up your head, sing songs of praise and exultation, and walk in confidence knowing that your prayers have been heard. Amen. Amen. Your prayers have been heard. Knowing this, fear not that you have the divine favor of God on your life. Fear not. Why, church? Why should we not fear? Because exceeding joy is coming your way. Amen. Weeping may endure for the night. Come on, y'all. But joy is coming is what he said to the shepherds. Thank you. Fear not. Fear not, he said. It's the Holy Spirit that's working in your life. Can we just give the Lord a big shout of praise and have a little prayer festival Come on. I want to do it even better than that. We need to give the Lord a shout of praise and we're going to have a Purim festival right here. Hallelujah. And we're thanking God right now for what didn't happen. Let's give him some praise. Amen. We thank you, God, for what did happen and what didn't happen. Give him the glory this Christmas. Amen. He gets all the honor. He gets all the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, not a scary Christmas, fear not, everybody say fear not, fear not, not. what are you afraid of, what are you afraid of, amen, come on, let's stand to our feet all around this room. I want to tell you Merry Christmas and we love you guys and I'm believing this morning that fear is gonna be broken off of people I'm believing this morning that panic is gonna be broken off of people I'm believing this morning that worry is gonna be broken off of people amen and your secret fears I feel like the Lord has told me that our church you have secret fears You have secrets that are tormenting you. Things that you are afraid of. The Lord knows all about it. Amen. The Lord knows all about it. And he brought this simple little message to you this Christmas. To say, fear not. I am with you. I am with you. And we're going to close with a song. But before we do, I want to look at this scripture in Isaiah 41, 13, 41, verse 13. I want you to listen to this verse because it really spoke to my heart this week. It really spoke to my heart. For I am the Lord your God and I will hold your right hand. Everybody throw your right hand up. Everybody throw your right hand up. Say hold my hand Jesus. He said fear not. Listen to that. Listen to that. He said fear not. I will help you. You may be facing something this week. He said, fear not. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your hand saying to you, fear not. I will help you. What we can't do on our own, we don't have to fear and worry and panic about. He will help us if we won't fear. And I'm not going to fear. And that's the message of Christmas this morning. Is that he is Emmanuel. God with us. Can I tell you? Fear not Christmas. And trust God unconditionally. Amen. And as we light our candles right now, everybody light your candles for us. And as we get ready to worship the Lord with this song, so take a look around you, real quick. Take a look around you. Look how beautiful this is! Happy birthday, Jesus! Happy birthday, Jesus! And I want to say this to you as we get ready to worship that the message of Christmas is fear not. The message of Christmas is fear not. The Spirit of the Lord is here this morning, the Spirit of God is here this morning. And whatever fears are holding you back, whatever it is that you walked in here with this morning, it stays here. Whatever you're fearing, whatever it is that's holding you back, give it to Jesus this morning. As we sing this song and magnify the Lord together, make Jesus greater than any fear you have.